Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. All right, welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. I am, as always, your host, Michael Boldea, and I would like to welcome you. Thank you for joining us for this hour. I understand that um, you have to click from YouTube to another uh, site in order to see these messages, but uh, I hope that it's, uh, it's, it's worth the extra effort. Um, I, I think that with what we have to talk about today uh, and what we've been talking about regularly for the past few months, uh, if we were to uh, put this directly onto the YouTubes, uh, chances are our channel would get nuked within the day because um, that's how propaganda works. That's what you have to understand. Propaganda has a purpose, and that purpose is to keep the masses away from truth. As long as they can keep a majority in the dark, as long as they can keep a majority uh, ignorant of what is happening, uh, then they can control not only the narrative, but also people's behavior. Uh, that said, uh, things are beginning to come out. Things are beginning to be exposed because, thankfully, there are still brave people in this nation who want the truth to be told, who won't accept the status quo, who won't accept the narrative that is being laid out, and uh, who, who actually put themselves at risk in order to reveal truth to the rest of us. Uh, before we get started, however, I do need to mention that this is a recording. We are recording today, uh, June the 3rd, uh, 2021. This is the day of the airing of this program, but uh, I just for reference, uh, whenever I don't forget about it, uh, I, I like to mention when we record and why, because things are changing fast and not for the better. What was it, two weeks ago? I think it was just two weeks ago. Uh, I, I was talking to you about the evident and undeniable future spike in crime. Everything from burglary to homicide to, 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 to violence. Uh, and right now, as of today, the L.A. County Sheriff's Office said that homicides are up 95% this year over 2020. Just let that sink in for a second. Between 2020 and 2021 current date, homicides are up 95%. Why, that's close to 100, Mike. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, L.A. County Sheriff uh, revealed Wednesday that homicides were up 95% this year over the same period in 2020 and said that his department would issue more concealed carry permits to let citizens defend themselves. So the people that are being paid to protect and serve can't seem to protect. 
And unless you consider getting a speeding ticket or a jaywalking ticket or walking without a mask ticket, uh, serving, uh, they're not doing much serving either. So the sheriff's office of LA County decided, hey, we know what we're going to do. We're going to issue more concealed carry permits and let citizens defend themselves. How do you think that's going to work out? Look, I'm not against concealed carry by any means. I believe everyone has a right to protect themselves. That said, people are already jumpy. Now, people who are already jumpy, who, people who are already exacerbated, people who already feel as though they're being watched from the bushes, um, give them a gun and see what happens. Because level-headed people know how to have situational awareness. Level-headed people know how not to be in certain neighborhoods after a certain time of the day. But people who overreact to everything, well, their first recourse is going to be, I'm going to go get a gun and protect myself. And because they're naturally jumping and because they see danger, danger everywhere, even when it's not there, I get the feeling that we're going to start seeing a lot of news stories coming out of L.A. County about, you know, people who wear triple masks in their car accidentally shooting a teenager because they were riding their skateboard and they thought it sounded like a gun being cocked. Uh, Understand that this will not end well. Like most every policy that has... uh, been put out for the last few months in this great nation this will not end well because it's the people who are jumpy that are applying for these concealed carry permits people who think they need to defend themselves and jumpy people make for very bad gun owners and gun holders uh the Look, the remedy to this is very simple. Enforce the law. That's the remedy. Enforce the law. Let police be police. But see, every time a cop pulls his uh, weapon and defends himself because somebody's beating him with his own nightstick or somebody's trying to choke the life out of him or somebody's pointing a loaded gun that they just shot off a few times, They get crucified. They get slaughtered in the press. Especially if it happens to be, you know, a person of a certain demographic. Imagine how hard up you have to be for saints that you make George Floyd uh, a saint. Imagine how hard up you have to be for, for, you know, poster people for victimhood if he's the best you can do. Granted, what happened, ugly thing, but let's be honest with ourselves. Man, nowhere near sainthood. But this is what happens when you tie the police's hands. This is what happens. Look, you want to see bad? Chicago just announced that they won't allow their officers to, to pursue criminals on foot anymore. No more foot pursuits. 
So unless you commit a crime and then just sit there on the curb waiting for the police to come and handcuff you, sign a confession, and then demand that the court puts you in jail, it's very difficult for criminals to be punished for their criminality nowadays. So in Chicago, they're not doing foot pursuits anymore. Granted, I've seen some Chicago cops, and even if they were still allowing it, chances are better than good. Uh, they wouldn't last too long in a foot pursuit. Let's put it that way. I don't know. Maybe they don't, they don't do physicals anymore in the police. Because every time I see an officer of the law, I'm not talking about like uh, the highway patrol. I'm talking about like the local cops. Man, when you see that, that, that car go from side to side as they're trying to exit their vehicle, and like, who, okay, who are you going to chase down? So thankfully, no more foot pursuits in Chicago. That'll make crime go down for sure. Now, the county of L.A. ended 2020 with a 36% increase overall in violent crime. Making the increase in violent crimes thus far in 2021 all the more striking. So, the pattern is this. Year over year, getting progressively worse. Year over year, things not getting better. So, in 2020, you had a 36% increase in overall violent crime compared to the previous year. But in 2021, decided to go for the gold. We said, hey, what's this 36% nonsense? Let's go for 95. Uh, the chief of police said, all huge numbers, all very, very troublesome. Well, that's an understatement, isn't it? He said that the rise in crime was an existential threat, along with homelessness and the passage of poorly conceived criminal justice reform. Uh, if you haven't heard, a lot of criminals are being released. Uh, they're being let out uh, for one reason or another because, well, uh, there's no more room in the jails. We have to reform policing. We have to reimagine policing. So this is what reimagining policing gets you, a 95% spike in crime year over year, when the year before that it was 36% spike in crime. Nothing to scoff at, but still three times less. Or close to it. Pardon me while I sip my delicious beverage. He said the crime was worse in African-American and Latino communities and criticized the county's board of supervisors for failing to address the issue. Recognizing that the threat of crime to residents was increasing, really, isn't that your job? Why is this taking you by surprise? Why is it just now that you're recognizing that the threat of crime to residents is increasing? It increased last year by 36%. Did 95% really have to slap you in the face for you to go, uh-oh, things aren't getting any better, Marge? 
So this, again, this is their fix. Recognizing that the threat of crime to residents was increasing, Villanueva, which is his name, uh, said the department would accelerate the issuing of carry a concealed weapon or CCW permits. So if you happen to live in the L.A. area, I know some of you do because you are old friends and you listen to this program. Uh, it's about to become the wild, wild west. So be forewarned. Because rather than protect you, rather than allow the police to do their job, the chief of police of L.A. County, the sheriff's of L.A. County has decided, you know what? We're going to let, let, let y'all fend for yourselves. So here's a gun permit. Go buy yourself a nice Smith & Wesson or maybe a little Colt and take your chances out in the big bad world. Now another thing that's bound to happen because it always does is that a lot of these people who have concealed carry permits or who are newly minted concealed carry permit holders uh, will get prosecuted by the district attorney when the individual they end up shooting out of fear isn't, um, well, someone who is threatening their life, isn't even a criminal. It's perhaps an underage boy or girl that was just going about their business and made the wrong noise or the wrong sound at the worst possible moment. The Biden administration, when asked about the nationwide crime wave, has cited guns as the problem. But to Villanueva, at least guns among law-abiding citizens may be part of the solution providing protection police cannot. But why can't the police provide that protection? Because they've allowed crime to get out of control. They've allowed crime and criminals to run roughshod. And the criminals have realized that nobody's going to do a thing to them. So why not take advantage of the situation? Why not, as the kids like to say, do your worst since there are no consequences? Villanueva has been a consistent opponent of efforts by Democrats to defund the police. Well, if you're not allowed to do your job anyway, I mean, I understand giving, giving, giving speeding tickets and fining people for not wearing masks in the great outdoors is, is a necessary evil, if you will. But you're being paid to protect and serve. And I understand everybody fights for their job. It's not an easy thing. However, if you're not allowed to do your job, if you are putting the onus of defending oneself squarely on the citizen's shoulders, then of what usefulness are you? So that's what's happening in L.A. That's what's happening in Chicago. We talked about major cities and what's about to descend upon them. It's not going to get better. 
I know there's, there's still people clinging to, to the last vestiges of, of hope that any minute now, any minute now, the phoenix shall arise. The, the longer you delay being honest with yourself and the situation as it is, the, the longer you keep dreaming of a return to what was back in 2018, 2019, the more the rude awakening is going to jar you. Let me, let me put it that way. Because at some point, everybody has to bite the bullet and acknowledge, uh-oh, this is where we are. A man who is very likely mentally not all there, let's put it that way, is not only the leader of the free world, but he seems to have an unnatural affinity for young children. Now, there are still some who believe wholeheartedly that government has their best interest at heart, that government is there for the people. And as I alluded to when we started the program, there are new bits of information coming out, let's put it that way, that tell you conclusively that we've been played, that people who took an oath to do no harm have been doing the bidding of other nations, So let's get into this whole uh, circus with uh, one uh, Dr. Antoni Fauci being uh, the premier clown in the show. We need to understand what has been going on for the past year, year and change now. We need to understand how this thing was influenced and massaged how certain truths were released certain truths were held back because especially in America people are naive they believe others at their word they believe others have the best of intentions for them it's like during any political cycle when the other side comes out and say what I think they should do if they want to win. Why, that's so pragmatic of you. That is so selfless of you. You're so interested in my winning and you losing that you come on national television and you give advice. You tell me what I need to do in order to beat you. Why, move over, Mother Teresa. I think we have a new candidate for sainthood. 
So anybody that comes out and says what I think the other side should do if they want to win, flip it on its head, do that, and you'll win. If you follow their advice, chances are better than good that you're going to end up neck deep in mud. So emails show Dr. Anthony Fauci scrambled February 1st, 2020, to determine if the United States had any potential role in funding coronavirus research abroad. Hmm. Now, I know that we have all, you know, we're all short-term memory kind of kids. We don't remember things very well from one day to the next. However, back in 2017, that's a good two years before... uh, the whole coronavirus thing started. Uh, one Dr. Anthony Fauci sent out an email or a tweet or some response saying that, yeah, sure, within his term as president, Donald Trump would face a pandemic. It's almost a certainty. So here we are, and things are beginning to click into place. Because, as the kids like to say, if you really want to keep a secret, it can only be a secret of one. Everything comes out eventually. Now, some things come out too late to do anything about, like the election meddling, like what happened during the election, like how many people voted illegally, like how many people don't exist, all that. It's good to know that it happened because you need to understand just how big the plot against you, the average citizen, was. But keep in mind that there's very little you can do about it now since it's already baked in the cake. Joe Biden is president. There is no one that's going to oust him from office no matter how much evidence is presented regarding all the shenanigans that took place. So let's get into this. The National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Principal Deputy Director Hugh Ashinlos, responded to an email from Fauci writing, It is essential the two speak together about a scientific paper about experiments performed before the gain-of-function pause. The paper you sent me says the experiments were performed before the gain-of-function pause, but have since been reviewed and approved by NIH. Ashinlos responded to Fauci. Not sure what that means since Emily is sure that no coronavirus work has gone through the P3 framework. She will try to determine if we have any distant ties to this work abroad. It is essential that we speak this AM. Keep your cell phone on. Fauci initially wrote to Ankinlos. I have a conference call at 7.45 AM with Azar. 
it likely will be over at 8.45 a.m. Read this paper as well as the email that I will forward. Let's scroll down just a bit. Here we go. That I will forward to you now. You will have tasks today that must be done. Now, a couple of months later, the man responsible for steering U.S. government funding to the Wuhan Institution of Virology, Peter Daszak, the president of the EcoHealth Alliance, thanked Dr. Anthony Fauci on April 18, 2020, for publicly dismissing the theory coronavirus may have leaked from the lab. So... Up until this point, up until these revelations started to come out, people were assuming that it was just oversight on Dr. Fauci's part, that he denied and dismissed the theory that the coronavirus may have leaked from a lab because he truly believed it. What we're seeing now, in hindsight, is that he dismissed these theories especially the central theory that the coronavirus leaked from a lab. He dismissed these theories out of hand, knowing full well that he was lying. So the email says, I just want to say a personal thank you on behalf of our staff and collaborators for publicly standing up and stating that the scientific evidence supports a natural origin for COVID-19 from a bat to human spillover. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Fauci, for taking the heat off of us. Thank you, Dr. Fauci, for making people think that no one had anything to do with this other than just the natural transmission from a bat to a man. He decided, hey, Today would be a good day for bat soup, but I'm going to undercook it. And remember, back when people started hypothesizing that this was, in fact, a lab leak, how quickly people's YouTube channels got nuked, how quickly their Facebook pages got taken down, Because you're only allowed to spread approved propaganda. You're only allowed to spread propaganda that they want you to spread. Everything else is just a lie that needs to be buried. We can't have you talking about things like, you know, viruses escaping from labs in Wuhan. But... There's, there's evidence of it. No, 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 no. You're, you don't believe your lying eyes. Look, Dr. Fauci said there's no way. Dr. Fauci said, hey, relax. This is just a natural occurrence. And here we go, the email saying, hey, I just want to say a personal thank you on behalf of our staff and collaborators for publicly standing up and stating that the scientific evidence supports a natural origin for COVID-19 from a bat-to-human spillover, not a lab release from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. 
Dazic, by the way, is the man who was uh, personally leading the World Health Organization team charged with investigating the theory of an accidental laboratory leak being behind the origin of coronavirus. What does this mean? It means the guy who had already predetermined in his mind that this was a bat-to-human spillover and it was nothing to do with the Wuhan Institute of Virology, was tasked with leading the World Health Organization team that investigated the potential theory of an accidental lab leak. How do I put this mm, nicely? How do I make it make sense, if you will? Let's say that you wanted something to go a certain way. Whatever that something might be. Let's say that you woke up one morning and you wanted bananas to get to $5 a pound. So you did the best you could to get people to believe that bananas were in short supply, that bugs were eating up the bananas in the trees and there would be no more bananas. And then seeing that there's been a spike in the price of bananas, the government comes to you and says, hey, We've heard theories about why bananas are going up in price. Can you do us a favor and investigate? Is it naturally occurring or did someone do something nefarious? Because that was the question. That was the preeminent question. Was this a leak from a lab where dorks were playing around with a virus and it got out? Or was it a guy trying to eat some bat? Now, the man, uh, this, this Dazic that, that wrote to Dr. Fauci thanking him profusely for being such an upstanding guy and saying, yeah, it's, it's uh, hu- bat to human uh, spillover. There's, there's, there's nothing about a lab anywhere. Don't, don't even look there. He even told CBS's Leslie Stahl, shortly after there was no evidence, to back the theory that a leak led to the virus. But Kevin Oliveau, a researcher for the same company, EcoHealth Alliance, received a letter dated April 19, 2020, from Dr. Michael Lohr, the NIH's Deputy Director of Extramural Research informing Oliveau the potentiality of a lab leak is under investigation. So again, it's not that these people were ignorant. It's not as if they didn't know what they were saying was a lie. They knew exactly what they were doing. They knew they were telling people a lie, and they did it with a straight face. And if you look back throughout the history of this nation, 
and certain moments in time where really big pieces of information were dropped on the laps of the American people, in hindsight, you see how many times powerful people lied with a straight face to the American people. Remember, Colin Powell testifying, what, Iraq had nukes? How many times do... People in power need to lie to you before you become skeptical of anything that comes out of their mouth. That is the question. Because they will come out with another lie. And it's another lie that they expect you to believe just because they have the word DR before their name or they work for the National Institute of whatever. And the next question that begs to be asked, and something that we need to concern ourselves with, is if they lied about this, what else are they lying about? Fair question, isn't it? So if you lie once, then you are, by definition, a proven liar. If you are a proven liar then anything that comes out of your mouth after you've been proven a liar in the least needs to be taken with a grain of salt. True or not? So last night, uh, after I put the kids to bed, I turned on Tucker Carlson. I don't know if you know who he is, but... Uh, worth a watch, one of the few people with integrity left in the media. And he talked about all of these email correspondences that took place between the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Anthony Fauci and its director. Uh, and, And basically what he concluded, and I would have to agree is that one uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci should be under criminal investigation. They lied. And they knew they were lying. And if they lied about this, what else, pray tell, are they lying about? That's the single most important question that we need to address going forward because they're trying to use this to gain absolute control over your daily life. They're trying... Look, most people that I see, at least in Wisconsin, are walking around uh, fresh-faced as the day they were born. No more masks, no more huddling, no more distancing... They're living their lives. And every time people start to live their lives just a little bit, one Dr. Anthony Fauci has to come out and go, uh, yeah, I think it's a little soon. Uh, I, I think you should probably wear your masks another six to eight years. 
Uh, and then, uh, you know, after that, we can talk about it. How, how long do you think they could keep people in check? So, I have the very eerie feeling that at some point in the not-too-distant future, uh, the same people who lied to you about the origins of this uh, virus will discover a new strain, and this new strain will have some sort of abnormality to it that's going to make it a lot worse than the previous ones, because they will not give up control. They don't want to. And I think to a certain extent they can't because there's been so much mishandling of the country. There's been so much theft that has gone unnoticed, that if things do come back online, if things do get back to normal, people will begin to notice what's happening and it will be undeniable. Now, you ask yourself, how is it that people can see the decline just daily. You ask yourself how people can see things eroding daily and nobody pumps the brake. Nobody comes out and says, hey, maybe we should look into that whole repentance thing. Maybe we should look into... humbling ourselves. Maybe we should stop beating our chests in arrogance and pride and living as though we were still the nation we once were. See, I'm trying to measure my words very carefully because my intent is not to upset you. My intent is not to make you angry. My intent is not for you to turn this program off and go, oh, there goes Mike. He left, you know, he's no longer patriotic. No, that is not my intent. My intent is to tell you truth. My intent is to speak to you as a friend and tell you the truth. Because if we don't have truth, then we have nothing at all. And to those that are still hoping for a return, a resurgence, a, 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 whatever you want to call it, understand that none of the things that you're hoping for can materialize without first there being an act of national repentance across the board. And we were at a crossroads as a nation. And we decided to go the other way. I saw this today. By the way, this is, uh, what is it? Is, is, you know, 
sexual perversion pride month or something. It's, it's uh, homosexual pride month. See, look at that. I would have been kicked off of YouTube already just for calling it what it is. So, I know, I know. How come only homosexuals get a pride month? What about Christian pride month? Huh? No, that, no that, that we can't have that. The San Francisco Giants have become the first MLB team to wear pride-themed uniforms. And my question, as always, is as follows. What exactly are you proud of? Hmm? So here's the news clip. The San Francisco Giants told fans Tuesday that the team will add gay pride colors to its hats and uniforms in recognition of Gay Pride Month. But no, Mike, we're God's country. We are the nation that rests in the bosom of the Lord. Are we? Really, are we? Again, We cannot live in the dream of what once was. We have to face the reality of what is. We have to be honest, brutally honest with ourselves and acknowledge how far we've fallen and also acknowledge that this is not the end of our descent. The 11 colors of the new Pride logo are emblematic of the progress Pride flag and signify inclusion and progression with the six Pride colors. Really? What exactly is it that you're celebrating? What exactly is it that you're proud of. Something that as little as 50 years ago was diagnosed as a mental disease? Because I'd like to understand. So on the one side, you have delusional people whose entire identity is wrapped up in their sexuality. And on the other side, you have people refusing to see the steep decline and how far we've fallen because they have an image of an America that once was, for all intents and purposes. Now, the day is coming when tolerating this will no longer suffice. The day is coming when you will be mandated to embrace it. You will be mandated 
to celebrate it. Because if you don't, well, then you're an enemy of progress. You're a hindrance in the way of a utopian future where everyone can walk hand in hand through the daisies and the rainbows where we can all pick flowers and put them in our hair where things will only be pleasant and the sun will shine upon our faces forevermore. They will never admit that their way is a way of death. They will never admit that pursuing sin and the lust of the flesh, that pursuing all the things that are contrary to Scripture, that are contrary to the will of God, only lead to destruction, only lead to death, only lead to desperation. So they will have to find somebody to blame for why things have gotten or gone from bad to worse they will never acknowledge the depravity of their own existence nor the fact that they are responsible for the existence they're living. And so they will find a scapegoat. It's not because their lifestyle is nihilistic. It's not because their lifestyle is contrary to nature. It's because you won't celebrate their lifestyle. It's because you won't validate their lifestyle. See how that works? Because it's a difficult thing to take responsibility for one's actions. It's a difficult thing to own up to the reality that the situation you find yourself in are a result of the consequences of the actions you've taken. It's always easier to find a scapegoat. It's always easier to find somebody to blame. So here we are, a nation of 330-odd million people who just woke up and realized that we have been manipulated for the last year and a half. Here we are, a nation of 330 million-odd people who just woke up to realize that the people we entrusted to tell us the truth were bought and paid for by the Chinese government. And emails were going back and forth saying, hey, Doc, thanks a lot for covering. Really appreciate you saying that, you know, it's bat to human and not something from a lab. And again... The question remains, and it begs to be asked. 
if they lied to us about this, what else are they lying to us about? Because, look, in order to understand when you're over the target, all you have to do is see how much incoming fire there is. So all those doctors that back in the day were talking about stuff like hydroxychloroquine, all those doctors that came out and said, this isn't as deadly as they make it out to be. Look, if you're relatively healthy, you don't even have to be healthy. Just relatively, just in the same ballpark as healthy. If you're not 103, 820 pounds diabetic with, you know, a cleft palate, you should be fine. All those doctors just got disappeared in an instant. But see, that's how you know. You're you're, you're in the neighborhood of truth. Because the people who insist on propagandizing you Shut down the conversation. Incoming fire whenever you're over the target. So I don't know why, to this day, they took down uh, our, our program the week they did. But I knew one thing for certain. I was over the target. I was telling you the truth. And they can't have that. So just remember, when you start getting attacked, when you start getting belittled, when you feel as though the whole world has turned on you because of a certain position you take or a certain thing you say, It's because you're hitting the mark. It's because you're over the target. And they can't have that. They need to demoralize you. They need to keep you sad and afraid. They need to keep you anxious. Because truth, by its nature always rises to the top. No matter how much they try to stifle it, no matter how much they try to push it down, no matter how much they try to kill it, for lack of a better word. Truth always finds its way back up to the surface. It always finds a way to be exposed, to be revealed. And this is the one thing that they are afraid of. That the truth will come out in the end. Because there's precedent. Look, the truth always comes out in the end. Like I said, sometimes it's too late 
to do anything about it except to know that this is the truth. This is it, emblematic of what happened. This is the truth, and we cling to it. And from this moment forward, knowing what the truth is, we can ascertain who lied to us, what they lied to us about. And in the least, be very leery of ever believing them again. Because they will try to deceive you once more, twice more, five times more until you stop believing them. You know why? Because we made it so easy for them the first time. Just consider that. Everything that Dr. Fauci said, we believed offhand. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask, wear a mask again, wear two masks, wear five masks. Put duct tape over your rectum because if you pass gas, you'll infect an entire building. Remember all that craziness? It was to keep you afraid. It was to keep you dependent. And when it happened, we made it too easy for them. We rolled over and we took it. And I warned you and I warned you and I told you, go back to the programs from when this whole thing started. People are giving up their freedoms too easily, I said they're going to realize just how easy it is to manipulate and to control. And here we are. The truth will out. It has to. It rises to the surface. You can't keep it down forever. But on the way to discovering the whole truth about this entire thing, my encouragement to you is that you take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Be anxious for nothing. Believe the word of God. But everyone else has to pass the smell test. And that includes me. I've told you time and again Take everything you hear from me and make sure that it is in harmony with the Word of God. Because I'm self-aware enough to understand that I too, at some point, may see something different than what it should be. I strive not to. I pray about everything I tell you. But if the word of God is your filter, then no matter what, you will always be on the right path. Not the easy path, but the right path. So with that, I thank you all for listening. Thank you for being with us. Know that I appreciate you. 
I appreciate your prayers. I appreciate your words of encouragement. I appreciate you clicking one extra button to go from YouTube to Rumble. Thanks again. God bless you. And Gino, if you've got anything to say, the floor is yours. Hey, thank you, Mike. Uh, as Mike said, you know, they're trying to take away our free- freedom. And, uh, you know, I was on a plane one time sitting next to a guy, and he literally thought he could take the mark of the beast and still go to heaven. You know, this is the lie of the devil. And um, we've got to resist the continual eroding of freedoms. We've got to, as Mike said, have faith. Trust the Lord. Solve your heart. Lean not on your understanding. and Acknowledge him in all thy ways. And he will what direct your path. And uh, Jesus said, you know, follow him. He's the way, the truth, and the life. So continue to pray. Pray for those around you. Continue to uh, let people know about the radio show. Uh, The Light of Truth broadcast, it will be going up on Rumble. Let people know about the website, handofhelp.com. The warnings on the website. Uh, especially the book, Through the Fire Without Burning. Mike has a wonderful book, The Battle-Ready Believer. And uh, uh, also Demetrius Testimony, Wake Up America in DVD format. I keep mentioning, mentioning this each week because I feel now is the hour to get the word, the warning, and the messages out. So God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Light of Truth broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth, with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. They are all leaving.